0: الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا ان الله اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك سبحانك اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك انت كما اثنيت على نفسك صلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وازواجه وذرياته واهل بيته ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين وبعد فبحمد الله تبارك وتعالى وبنعمتِه قد اهل علينا شهر عظيم شهر الله المعظم الذي يسمى بمحرم الحرام وهو من الاشهر الحرم التي فيها يضاعف اجر المؤمنين للعمل بالخير وبالطاعه لله عز وجل فيه و اما بيان بيان امر هذا الشهر العظيم الحرام فنقرا وننقل من كلام الشيخ ابن رجب الحنبلي رحمه الله تبارك وتعالى من كتابه النفيس لطائف المعارف فيروي عن سيدنا عبد الله بن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما في الصحيحين عن ابن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما أنه سئل عن يوم عاشوراء فقال ما رأيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يوما يتحرى فضله على الأيام إلا هذا اليوم يعني يوم عاشوراء وهذا الشهر يعني رمضان يوم عاشورا له فضيلة عظيمة وحرمة قديمة صومه لفضله كان معروفا بين الأنبياء عليهم السلام وقد صامه نوح وموسى عليهم السلام كما سنذكره إن شاء الله تعالى وروى إبراهيم الهجري عن ابي عياذ عن ابي هريره رضي الله تعالى عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يوم عاشوراء كانت تصومه الانبياء فصوموه انتم خرجه بقي بن مخلد في مسنده وقد كان اهل الكتاب يصومونه وكذلك قريش في الجاهليه كانت تصومه قال دلهم ابن صالح قلت لي عكرمة عشوراء ما أمره قال أذنبت قريش في الجاهلية في الجاهلية ذنبا فتعظم في صدورهم فسألوا ما توبتهم قيل صوموا عشوراء يوم العاشر من محرم وكان للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في سيامه رهبة كان يسومه بمكة ولا يأمر الناس بالصوم. ففي الصحيحين عن عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها قالت كان عاشر رأى يوما تسومه قريش في الجاهلية وكان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يسومه. فلما قدم المدينة صامه وأمر بالسيامه. فلما نزلت فريضة شهر رمضان كان رمضان. هو الذي يسمه فترك يوم عشوراء فمن شاء صامه ومن شاء أفطره وفي رواية للبخاري قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من شاء فليصومه ومن شاء أفطر وأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لما قدم المدينة رأى سياما أهل الكتاب له وتعظيمهم له وكان يحب موافقتهم فيما لم يبمر به صامه وأمر الناس بسيامه وأكد الأمر بسيامه والحث عليه حتى كانوا يصومونه أطفالهم ففي الصحيحين عن ابن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما قدم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم المدينة فوجد اليهود الصيام يوم يوم عشراء فقال له رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ما هذا اليوم الذي تصومونه قالوا هذا يوم عظيم Anjallahu fihi Musa wa qawmahu wa aghraqa Fir'aun wa qawmahu faasamahu Musa shukran fa nahnu nasoomuhu faqal Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama fa nahnu wa aula bi Musa minkum faasamahu Rasullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa amar bi siyamihi wa fi musnad al-imam Ahmad an-abi hurayata radiallahu ta'ala anhu qala marr al-nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallama bi-unaasi minal yahood قَدْ صَامُوا عاشوراء فَقَالُ ما هذا من من الصوم؟ قالوا هذا اليوم الذي نجَّى الله عز وجل موسى عليه السلام وبني إسرائيل من الغرق وغرق فيه فرعون وهذا يوم استوت فيه السفينة على الجودي فصام نوح وموسى عليه السلام شكرا لله عز وجل فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم انا احق بموسى واحق بالصوم هذا اليوم فامر اصحابه بالصوم انتهى كلام الشيخ ابن رجب الشيخ ابن رجب فالسؤال الان بعد ان سمعنا هذا الوجه من مشروعيه صيام هذا اليوم العظيم انه كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يصومه في مكه وبعد ذلك يسومه في المدينة وكان يسومه موافقة لقريش وأيضا موافقة لبني إسرائيل في المدينة وعند قريش كان يصام هذا اليوم توبة إلى الله تبارك وتعالى من ذنب تعظم في صدورهم وفي قلوبهم وكان يصام في في المدينة عند, عند أهل الكتاب لماذا؟ شكرا لله تبارك وتعالى على إتياني مدده على اتيان عونه الموعود من الله تبارك وتعالى لمن آمن وعمل صالحا فما هي المناسبة بين هذين الأمرين؟ الله سبحانه وتعالى يقول في كتابه الكريم استوزروا ربكم انه كان غفارا يرسل, يرسل السماء عليكم مدرارا وقال عز وجل في كتابه الكريم ولا ان شكرتم لازيدنكم ففسروا التطبيق بين هذين الحالين موجود في هاتين الايتين العظيمتين من كتاب الله عز وجل المدد المدد لا ياتي الا على من كان له اهل ونبقى على رأسه ذنوب فقبل أن يستقبل مدد ذلك الشخص الذي هو مذنب وبقى عليه جريمة وبقى عليه دين في محكمة الله تبارك وتعالى لم يؤدى بعده ذلك أول أول شيء عليه الكفارة ولما يكفر عن ذلك الذنب لما يؤدي ذلك الدين إلى الله تبارك وتعالى فبعد ذلك يسأل المزيد بعد ذلك هو أهل هو أهل لاستقبال مدد الله تبارك وتعالى فهنا نحن جالسين في المساجد متفكرين ألسنا أهل الله ألسنا أهل التوحيد ألسنا الأمة الوحيدة التي تعبد الله تبارك وتعالى ولا تشرك به شيء لماذا لا يأتينا المدد؟ لأننا يا إخوة الكرام قبل 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 فتح بدر غزوة فتح غزوة بدر الكبرى وهزيمة هزيمة قبل ذلك لبث النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وأصحابه سنين طوال في مكة وفي أول أمر الهجره فيه يزكون أنفسهم يزكون قلوبهم حتى كانوا اهلا لاستقبال لاستقبال هذا النصر وهذا الفتح ونحن ايضا علينا ان ناخذ علينا ان ناخذ درسا من حياة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم واصحابه الكرام اننا لسنا انبياء ولسنا من اصحاب النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الذين هم خير الخلائق بعد الانبياء عليهم السلام ولكن مع معرفتنا لذلك نتوكأ أن المدد سيأتي بهذه البساطة وبهذه السهولة إنه إخوة الكرام وأحبة الكرام إنه توقع خاطئ فالنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم علم هذه الأمة إذا أردنا أن نستقبل هذا الفتح وهذا المدد وهذا التأييد من الله تبارك وتعالى وعلمنا كيف الطريقة فمن الآلات والأدوات القوية التي علمنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كيف نستفيد كيف نستفيد منها وكيف نستخدمها هذا اليوم العظيم الذي سيأتي بعض أيام قليلة يوم الثلاثاء سيكون يوم عاشوراء وكلنا كلنا نعرف الآن ما فضيلة ما فضلت ذلك اليوم وما فائدته سياميل ذلك اليوم أنه كفارة،, أنه كفارة للذنوب التي مضت في السنة الماضية وقبل ذلك حتى مع, مع التوبة إن صيامها كفارة للذنوب وتهيء واستعداد لاستقبال مدد من الله تبارك وتعالى عون من الله تبارك وتعالى نصر من الله تبارك وتعالى ذلك المدد وذلك العون وذلك ذلك التأييد نحن بأشد حاجة إليها كأفراد وكمجتمع وكأمة فإخوة الكرام هذه الأيام ليست طوال يعني أيام طوال كما مضت يعني في رمضان انظر ما شاء الله وقت 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 الفجر تأخر وقتل مغرب تقدم الصيام في ذلك اليوم ليس 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 صعب ولا بعيد نحن علينا كالرجال وكالنساء كآباء وأمهات كالكبار علينا أن نرتب أمور البيت كيف نس نسوم ذلك اليوم وكيف نستقبله نستقبله نستقبل فتح الله تبارك وتعالى ومدده الذي نحن بأشد حاجة إليها. وَمَا تَوْفِيقُ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ وَمَا تَوْفِيقُنا إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ Brothers and sisters, the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to fast the 10th of Muharram, the day known as Ashura. This holy and sacred month of Muharram has started the four sacred months of the year. One of them is separate from the other four, which is Rajab, and three of them are continuous one after the other. And we are now in the third and the last of the three continuous months. The tenth of this month will be on Tuesday. The tenth of this month will be on this coming Tuesday. The Messenger of Allah وسلم, used to fast on that day. And he used to fast on that day when he was in Makkah Mukarramah, before the Hijrah. Rasulullah said in a hadith narrated by Sayyidah Aisha Anha or I should say in a, an author related by Sayyidina Aisha it was said that the reason that the people of Quraysh used to fast at 10th of Muharram is because of a sin that they committed sometime in their past which was such a great sin and such a great blasphemy and such a great violation of the Lord they feared for themselves this is in Jahiliyyah in Jahiliyyah still the Quraysh used to keep the Hurma and the Ta'zim the sacredness and the invi- inviolability and sacredness of being the people of Allah Ta'ala, being the descendants of Ibra- Ibrahim alayhi salam, being the people of the Baladullah Haram, the sacred lands of Allah Ta'ala. So them being ummiyen, being unlettered people, they look to their, they look to their more well-read cousins and they ask them, how can we, how can we make Toba, how can we repent, and how can we expiate for and atone for our sin? And they were told to fast on this day, on this 10th day of Muharram. This 10th of Muharram, the Yahud, they still keep this fast day. The ulama speculate that this is what, the, what they call the Yom Kippur, right? Yom Kippur, it, it translates directly into Arabic as Yom Al-Kaffara, the day of expiation. But because they changed their calendar around, it's not, it's not the same as the, 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 the lunar calendar that the Muslims follow right now. But Quraysh used to religiously observe the fast on that day How? As an atonement for their sins And the Rasul wasallam used to fast with them The Messenger of Allah ﷺ used to fast with them Then after the Messenger of Allah ﷺ moved to Medina Munawwara After he his Hijra Mubarakah After he immigrated to Medina Munawwara with his, with his companions He would see that the Jews of Medina also used to fast this day The 10th of Muharram. And so he asked them, why are you fasting this day? And they said, we fast this day, why? Because in a hadith narrated in the Musnad of Imam Ahmad, they said to him that this is the day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Musa alayhi salam from Fir'aun. This is the day Allah saved Musa alayhi salam, one. And two, this is the day Allah drowned Fir'aun and his hosts. And three, this is the day that the Ark of Nuh alayhi salam Came to rest on solid land again after the turbulent and frightening journey of the flood. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi what did he say? What did he say back to the Jews of Medina? He said, We have more right over Musa and we have more right to fast on this day than you do. And this is the ghira of the Prophet وسلم, over the, the, the inheritance, over the legacy of the anbiya so we see two matters here. One is that in this day there is expiation. And it's narrated by the Messenger of Allah sallallahu that the person who fasts on the day of Ashura, that person, it is hoped that that person will have it, the past year's worth of sins forgiven and atoned for. So there's forgiveness. And in addition to it, this day is a day of help, it's a day of madad, it's a day of, 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 of the divine succor coming down. On the people of the haqq on the people of Iman, on the people of Tawheed, on the people of the Truth, on the people of Faith, on the people who worship one Allah and don't associate with Him any partners. This is a great day, brothers and sisters. So what's the combination? How do these two seemingly separate matters, how do they interface with one another, how do they connect with one another? The answer to this question is, a secret which is in... Two ayahs of the Qur'an. One is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah Nuh, Seek forgiveness from your Lord. ربكم innahu kana غفارا Seek forgiveness from your Lord. Indeed, He was always the one who loved to forgive. He was always the one who forgave intensively and frequently again and again. يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُم As a result of this forgiveness, He will send the rain down. He will send the rain down and the water down on your heads in, 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 in droves. Meaning what? What is the rain? Especially imagine for the people who are in the Arabian Peninsula, where literally water was a limiting factor in the ability of that land to sustain any life, whether it be human or otherwise. Where people would literally kill each other over wells. Over sources of water, what does it mean that Allah Ta'ala will send down the the, the rain from the heavens in such a great amount? It means what? It's Allah's help. It's Allah's help. This rain is life-giving. And in the metaphorical imagery of the Qur'an, this rain is what? It is literally that help of Allah Ta'ala that can bring the dead to life. It is the difference between kufr and iman. It is the difference between death and it is the difference between death and the difference between life. If your sins are forgiven, you're worthy of the help of Allah Ta'ala. If you carry a debt over your head, pay off your debt first, then then the help will come. Then the help will come. If you're worthy of the help, you'll receive the help. If you still have sin over your head and you have a debt over your head that you owe to Allah and that I owe to Allah Ta'ala, Pay the debt off first, then then the help will come. And so you see that the Quraysh used to fast it in order to pay off their debt. And when the Messenger of Allah came to Medina Munawwara, he saw that the Jews used to fast it. Why? Out of thanks to Allah ta'ala. Out of thanks to Allah ta'ala for his help having come. Sayyidina Nuh is your forefather and he's my forefather. Allah ta'ala gave him his help both in sending down the rain in order to destroy the people of kufr and shirk, and then thereafter in saving him from perishing within that disaster as well. Because in general, when the adab comes down on this world, the rule is, fitnata minkum khasatan. Fear from Allah Ta'ala, such a torment, such a, a, a tribulation, such a punishment, that it won't only affect those of you who are evildoers to the exclusion of others. Rather, when the adab comes down, it hits everybody. And in that, there is also a mercy because there's an incentive for the good people to grab the bad people by the hand and stop them from committing their evil. So Allah Ta'ala gave a special gift to Sayyidina Nuh alayhi salam that not only did he wipe out the people of kufr and zulm, but he also saved Sayyidina Nuh alayhi salam and those people who were with him and those living <laughs> things that were with him on his ark. This is what? This is the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what did He do? He gave Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam and Banu Israel a rare satisfaction. A rare satisfaction, which is what? That they bore witness in front of their two eyes. That, that satisfaction that most other people will have to wait till the Day of Judgment for. Which is what? Not only did He save them, salvation is in this world or in the hereafter. The salvation that's promised by Allah is in the hereafter. In this world, Allah knows best. Whatever happens, He chooses for the best. But if you die with Iman, Allah will save you in the hereafter. He gave them salvation from their enemies in this world as well. Where is the destruction of the people of evil? Is it in this world and in the hereafter? Stalins and Hitlers, these people, they live long and full lives. Their enemies don't catch up with them most of the time. But Allah gave them the rare satisfaction that they saw their enemies. From the top, from that Fir'aun himself, all the way to the lowest of his soldiers. Of his tawagheet that came with him in order to prosecute his his batil and his uh, foolhardy. And his completely erroneous and, and, and evil command. From the top all the way to the bottom, all of them entered into the sea and they all drowned before the eyes of Banu Israel. To the point where look how things flipped on a dime. They said to him alayhi salam, this is it, the jig is up, this thing is over. Ya Musa, we're done, we're finished, they've gotten us. We'll see you on the other side. And what did Musa alayhi salam say? It sends shudder through my spine every time I hear it. He says, no, everything you're saying is wrong. I reject whatever you just said, I reject it wholesale. Indeed, with me is my Lord, and He'll show me a path out of this difficulty. The sea is in front of me, and the enemy is behind me. He'll show me a path out of this difficulty. They went all of them through, and when the last of Banu Israel was out on the other side, and the last of the host of Fir'aun was into the sea, Allah Ta'ala broke it down. It came crumbling down on them, that water, like, like a pile of bricks, like a brick wall fell down on them. There was no way that they had any escape. He gave them this rare satisfaction that they witnessed it with their own eyes. Any person who has any iman whatsoever, it gives them coolness in their heart. It gives them happiness in their heart to see this justice being done. This help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they said, we remember this to this day that Allah ta'ala saved our forefathers, and we fast in shukr for this day. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa told them, what? Well, he's your forefather maybe in blood. But the spiritual connection, the blood connection of the physical body will decay and decompose. It will go away with the death of this world. The nisbah the is stronger than the nasab. The continuity, spiritual continuity doesn't go through you. It comes through us. And that's the relationship that will live forever in the hereafter. We have more right that we should fast on this day. Brothers and sisters, now this day we live in, there's not just one fir'aun. There are fara'ina. There are Fir'auns, some of them in the countries in the lands of Kufr that plot and have evil design against this ummah. And some of them in the lands of Islam, they come to us with the skin that looks like our skin and with faces that look like our faces and with tongues that speak the words that our tongues speak to the point where some of them even stand, have the gall and the audacity to stand in the member of the Rasul ﷺ and speak words of evil against the innocent people of this ummah. There is no time that we have had need for this help more than this time. How silly and foolish would it be that the Rasul ﷺ taught his companions who are the greatest of Allah's creation after the prophets. He taught them, how is it that you can be ready and you can be worthy of receiving this help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they had to go through that process to receive the help. But we think that we can get the help or we deserve the help without going through that process. How silly is that? They were a better people than us. There were people who worked harder. There were people who prayed more fervently than us. They went through the process. Allah gave them the help. Every generation from that time until this one the Crusades, the Mongol invasions. Things happening in the Indian subcontinent, things happening in Southeast Asia, things happening in the interior part of Africa. As an ummah, we're so disconnected, we don't know the struggles that each other have gone through, and our forefathers in different lands, much less our own, have gone through in order for us to be able to sit and say, La ilaha illallah in this masjid in Cleveland, Ohio, on this sixth day of September. We don't know what people went through. We don't know how many of our forefathers fasted on these days and prayed fervently to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and He showed them a miracle. And He showed them a miracle. He showed them the miracle of His greatness. And He showed the enemies of, of, of the people of La ilaha illallah, His power and His overwhelming brute force, Jalla Allah, Brothers and sisters, you and I are in need of this. You know what's happening in Palestine. You know what's happening in Kashmir. You know what's happening. You may not know what's happening in the Central African Republic. You know what's happening in, in Sham. You know what's happening in Iraq. You know what's happening in Yemen. These things are heartbreaking, and a person like tunes out and says, I don't want to hear about it anymore because I can't do anything. Brothers and sisters, you can do a lot. You can do a lot. One heart, one heart, one pure heart, which is forgiven, makes a dua in this ummah and the entire fortunes of the ummah change. This is how this ummah survived. This is how this ummah made it to this time and this day that we're in. Whoever believes in it will benefit. And whoever is heedless of it, Yom al they're going to have to show up and give account in front of Allah Ta'ala all the same. This day, Tuesday, it's coming up. It's not a long fast day. Ramadan, the fast days were very long. Now the time of Fajr comes in later. And the time of Maghrib comes in earlier. Make, make a plan. As fathers, make a plan. As mothers, make a plan. As elders, make a plan for your younger brothers and sisters. Make a plan that you are going to keep the fast on this day. Ibn Rajab, he, he mentions this, that the Ansar, when they saw how the Rasul used to used to venerate this day, and how he used to extol the virtues of this day, that they would even t- bring their children with them to the masjid to spend the day, and they would bring the children's toys with them, so that when they cry and clamor and make sound for, for food, they can distract them. Those who didn't have uh, 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 toys, they would give them just stuff to like play with, to occupy their time. Now obviously, the Fuqaha mentioned that a child who's not hit puberty before, it's makru to make them fast. But the reason I mentioned this is why, is that those are people, those are people they used to see the spiritual benefit as being something superior than the, uh, the, the worldly difficulty. And those are the people, that, wallahi, they're the best of this ummah. Even if we don't accept their fatwa on every legal matter, but those are people, Allah looked in their hearts and He loved their hearts more than He loved the hearts of any of His creation. This is a great day. This is a Mubarak day. This is the day that the help of Allah Ta'ala will come. You don't know I don't know when it will come our iman is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can change everything Allah ta'ala can change everything is there anyone to believe is there anyone to raise their hand and say yes ya rab forgive me i put myself forth i struggle for your forgiveness so that your help can come down upon my heart your help can come down upon the heart of my people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us so much tawfiq wa sallallahu wa ta'ala wa ala sayyidina muhammad ala wa يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون واقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم